yeah, so so really it's a trade-off then, right? I mean, the securing resources of a brand versus the flexibility and the uniqueness of going independent. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hotel Dudes Podcast, Episode 3, where we dive deep into the hospitality investment world. I'm your host, Eric Ransdell, joined by my partner and co-host in all things hotels, Mike Annunziata. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going, dude? How was your weekend? Wasn't bad, man. I uh, just relaxed, took care of my son, changed a lot of diapers. What about you? How old is he now? It's going to be three months in like a week. That's crazy. You getting any sleep yet? Uh, he started sleeping through the night, dude. It's actually been amazing. How many hours? Well, he'll sleep anywhere from like 6 to 10, but I wake up with him in the morning, so I still don't get the greatest sleep. <laughs> but it's still pretty life-changing. When it is pretty life-changing. I will admit, waking up, not waking up 10 times in the middle of the night is amazing. Yeah, I'm still hit, exhausted, though. Once you hit that milestone, it's a game-changer. I might have something wrong with me. I don't. I haven't felt energized in... I can't remember the last time when. I'm going to need you to pick it up. <laughs> uh, I didn't really... I don't know what I did this weekend. I think I just... We just hung out, hung out with the family, and just those are the best caught weekends. Up on though. some on some R and R, those are the best weekends. But anyway, today we're going to talk about uh, I think a pretty uh, interesting topic. At least I find it interesting. I know a lot of you know folks that we talk to also find it pretty interesting, and you know have their own opinions on it. But uh, the choice between investing in a branded versus independent hotel, and which I think Eric, I mean, would you agree that? It's kind of a question we get a lot. Oh, yeah. I think it's one of those decisions that can really define an investor's portfolio. Uh, let's start by setting the stage with the current market trends. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the whole industry's growth in general is just pretty phenomenal. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, you know, we're looking at a global sector that's worth billions and, I mean, just continues to grow, you know. And, I mean, do you have any insight on what you think is uh, driving that growth? I think it's a mix. On one hand, we have the economic recovery post-pandemic, and on the other, we have uh, changing consumer behaviors. People are traveling more, seeking both familiar comforts and unique experiences. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really where we come, right, to our two paths, branded and first independent. And I think that's where you know this conversation really comes into play. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's zoom in on independent hotels first. They're making big waves, especially among the younger travelers. Um, you know, Mike, you've seen this trend up close. What's your take? Well, I mean, my opinion, I think independent hotels are about that unique experience, right? Very personalized to the customer, to the guest. Um, you're not really selling a room. You're, you're really selling the story and the culture and the local flavor of that area. Um, and in, I mean, everyone can see millennials are really eating that up. I mean, that they're mostly traveling for not obviously not all but a lot of millennials are, are traveling for experiences nowadays and they want that culture and that local flavor and that u- unique experience and you know one of the best ways to get that is by staying at an independent hotel yeah exactly um and this shift is it's reflected in their occupancy rates and guest satisfaction scores but not just about it's not just about the experience, right? It, there's also a financial angle to consider as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, on the other end of the spectrum, branded hotels are still holding strong. Uh, I mean, they've got the power of the recognition, right? They have the loyalty programs. They got the entire package. But, you know, how does that really translate financially? 
Um, I think brand power translates into real numbers. Like uh, branded hotels generally see higher ADRs and rev pars, and during uncertain times, that brand trust can be a real lifesaver in occupancy rates. Yeah, I mean, we saw that in you know COVID, right? You're you're gonna stay at, or I mean, just in general. If I don't know an area, I may not necessarily pick that boutique hotel or an independent hotel. I might still stick with you know, a Marriott or a Hyatt, yeah. you know, something just because I know it, you know, that's just personal experience. Yeah. So, so really it's a trade-off then, right? I mean, the security and resources of a brand versus the flexibility and the uniqueness of going independent. Right. All right. Uh, so let's bring this home to California. Our market here is a microcosm of these trends. Uh, Mike, you've been following a few properties in LA and Southern California in general. What's the story there? Yeah, I mean, I think specifically the few hotels I've been following, you know, in downtown LA, which I think is a great example. Uh, we've got the Intercontinental, which is holding an occupancy rate of around 60%, while more of an indie spot like the Ace Hotel is sitting a bit lower. But I mean, here's the thing, right? The Ace is carving out its niche, drawing in those looking for something different, something more boutique, right? Attracting really a whole different customer base. Yeah, that's a key insight. It shows how independent hotels can thrive even in the shadow of big brands. Uh, but they have to play their cards right. You know, targeting the right audience, nailing the unique value proposition, et cetera, right? It's not just, a, it, it's not just hey, we're a little independent hotel. It's, yeah, we, so, so we question for them. you here. Do you think that there's a different customer base for branded hotels versus independent hotels? Or do you think that you know, the same customer base is going to go stay at both. Does that make sense? That question? Yeah, I think, I think like, for example, do you think that, do you think the same customer is going to go stay at a branded hotel versus an independent hotel and they can attract that same customer? Or do you think there's a specific customer for each? Like are, are branded appealing to one side of the customer base and is independent appealing to the other side of the customer base? I think that, I think that they overlap, right? I think that there are some that are going to only be in interested in that boutique feel you yeah. know, for financial reasons or whatever the reason is. And then there's, you know, you're also going to have those people that are, I only stay at the Four Seasons. Yeah, I only stay true. at a Marriott. I only stay at there. But I think that those two groups can, uh, can you know, overlap each other. But I also think that, you know, the location plays a big yeah. role in it too. So I think, you know, brand recognition then is what, like you said, the person that's just going to stay at the Four Seasons, is it because maybe that brand recognition, they're only going to stay there because of the, quality that the four seasons is known for rather than take a shot of staying in an independent hotel where it might not have the same brand recognition as the four seasons yes but i think it also comes down to how you market the hotel yeah, too right I agree you can with you. if you you know if you can argue that your hotel is just as luxurious as yeah. an independent as um the marriott if somebody you know or, or a four seasons yeah for example i think right? it kind of ties into what we talked about our last podcast right marketing like the power of marketing you know, people have something in their mind when they go on a vacation or they stay somewhere, what they want to experience. And if you're doing a great job at marketing and you're appealing to them, I mean, you could probably appeal to the whole customer base. Yeah. So, okay. So to piggyback off that question, then um, what should investors be thinking about? I think that, I mean, franchise or management contract, right? I mean, it's your... With franchises, you're buying into an existing brand. I think you get the playbook, the support, but at a cost. You know, I mean, 
the fees add up, you know, with management contracts and they offer more control. But again, there's a price, I think, both financially and in terms of autonomy. Yeah. So, so I think it's just balancing control, support, and cost. You know, it's really not an easy decision. But for investors, it's definitely a crucial one when you're thinking about the future of your portfolio and, you know, where you want to park your money. Yeah, I think uh, just to piggyback off of that a little bit more, too, I think that it's you kind of have to justify or look at it from uh, do you think that the marketing that you're paying for essentially with a branded hotel um, and your franchise fees, is that worth it? Yeah. In terms of your bottom line, right? Well, do you think, one more question for you here. Do you think that an independent hotel is more for the experience savvy investor? Or do you think that you can be a new, you know, new to the hospitality industry and kind of go in there maybe for your first or second or third hotel? Let's say first or second. You think first or second hotel um, you think you can make it work independent? You think it's better to go with a branded, you know, property? I think that's hard. I think that really depends on the person's yeah. entrepreneurial, you know, personality. Because, yeah. I mean, you're running your own business either way, right? You own that franchise, but it's you're kind of given a lot of stuff to to do it, right? Yeah. It's like you're going to walk into a Hilton and you're going to know what to expect from that Hilton. You're going to walk into it's kind of like you can go to any McDonald's in the world and you know your Big Mac's going to be a Big Mac. That's true. Right? It's it's that sort of thing. So I think it's... Consistency. Yeah, but I think it's also when you're looking at it from terms of a of an investor, I mean, how, I think I, that, I think that's a real tough question. I think yeah. that's one that you kind of have to look at everything, you know, the, the, the totality of the circumstances there and see kind of what... Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, and this is just a personal opinion. I think... If you are able to go the independent route and, you know, you do all the right things, you market it well, you know, you're obviously going to have to spend the money for the marketing, adapting to the local culture, really appealing to, you know, that area. I think there might be more upside, you know, for certain areas. I think location matters tremendously. But I think if you have an independent hotel, you know, in a really nice area and you're really appealing to that local culture and you're really giving the customer an experience, you know, a unique experience, I think there may be more upside going the independent route for certain areas, right? I mean, I'm not talking about your run-of-the-mill, but if you have, like, a really good area somewhere, I think independent might have a little more. But it's just an opinion of mine. Yeah, I mean, a little independent right there on the beach in Laguna Beach or in yeah. La Jolla or, you know, something like that, or even yeah. out in Joshua Tree. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of little independent hotels out in Palm Springs that do very well as well. Well, so I think we're seeing these branded hotels kind of recognizing that fact, right? And they're kind of coming out with their little own boutique style properties, right? Spark by Hilton is one of them. Yep. You know, I think they're kind of seeing that industry of boutique independent hotels and the opportunity there and they're using their money Autograph and their collection. Exactly. Yeah. And they're using their backing, their brand to kind of, you know, hammer that play as well. Yeah, I think that's important to note. I mean, I think that the big players are starting to see that that is, I think they've been they've been seeing that trend and that's why they're, they're kind of, they don't want to miss that boat. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, looking forward, the industry isn't standing still, right? Sustainability technology. These are big themes. Uh, where do you see these trends taking us? I mean, sustainability is huge, Eric. I mean, it's not just a buzzword anymore. It's becoming more of a business model. You know, I mean, hotels that are going green, they're not just doing good. They're really appealing to a growing segment of, and I guess the eco-conscious travelers, right? I mean, obviously it's becoming more popular nowadays and, you know, you need to adapt 
and you know overcome certain things and obviously there's tech from ai and customer service to app-based room controls i mean we we spoke about this you know our past couple podcasts but it's really changing how we experience hotels as a whole yeah i think that these trends are affecting both branded and independent hotels uh though in different ways i think for example i think a lot of the independent hotels are doing a better job i agree with the technology cutting down their you know their overall expenses and then you know, I think that, and I think that's true because you kind of can, right? You can experience, you can, sorry, you can experiment a little bit more. Yeah, you have the autonomy to do a little bit more of what you want to do. Correct. Whereas these big franchises, right there, they kind of, they got to keep what they got yep. for at least a while, yep. right? To make their that investment worth it to them before they can. Yeah. Well, that's definitely one perk of being independent. You can kind of do things your way, maybe get a hand, uh, a hand ahead of certain trends that you're seeing right to capitalize on them maybe before these bigger brand hotels or you know they're able to do so but like you said it's you know give or take give and take give and take yeah give or take give and take. give and take but uh, anyways you know as we wrap this up uh eric what advice would you give to someone looking to invest in the hotel market right now i would say know your market and your goals are you looking for the stability and resources of a brand or do you want to create something unique, something that stands out? You know, both pa- both past have their. Jeez, neither of us can talk. I know, about man. It. Not enough coffee. <laughs> Too much diaper changing. Yeah, probably. Uh, both paths have their merits, uh, but the key to is to align your choice with your vision and for your investment. Right. Yep. It, it's it's real. It's a personal choice at the yeah. end of the day. No, I agree. Well, we'll we'll wrap this up here. I mean. You know, we want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. And, you know, if, uh, you know, anyone has any thoughts on this topic, we'd love to chat about it. I mean, I actually find this topic very, very interesting. So, I mean, just remember whether you're going branded or independent, you know, the journey is as important as the destination. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, don't forget to subscribe for more insights with the Hotel Dudes. Uh, we'll be back soon with more tips, trends, and uh, talks on making the most of your hotel investments. And until next time, if you have any questions or need any help with any um, buying, selling, uh, even if you just need some some advice or anything when it comes to your hotel uh, investment portfolio, please don't hesitate to reach out and give us a call. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank you. But I like your typing like T-ass, whatever you like Bring your girls, it's whatever tonight Your man just left, I'm the plumber tonight I check your pipes, oh, you the healthy type Well, here goes some egg whites Now give me that sweet, that nasty, that good stuff Let me tell you what we gon' do Two plus two, I'm gon' undress you Then we gonna go three and three You gon' undress me Then we gonna go four and four We gon' freak